0: Let's talk about what I saw at the Catholic Charities Family Shelter, period. The Catholic Charities family shelter would be the shelter my daughter and I would end up in after Miss J Shaw throws us out because I asked her for a copy of my, uh, it's a document, oh my god my brain just went dead, that says that I get and I collect um, housing, a certain amount of money is allowed to me for housing. Uh, the amount of money was supposed to be for $500. Um, whoever I went from, I give them the paper, they fill it out, send it in, and they will start getting the payments. Uh, Miss J. Shaw, uh, during the week that we were there, because we were only there for a week, had never sent the paper again, had informed me that she was moving out. Moving in with her best friend, who was getting a divorce from his wife, um, that I would have to find myself another place to go. This is after she convinced me to move in with her for the uh, cost of a room for $800. Anyhow, she throws this out. So for the first two nights um, What I would do is, throughout the night, I would walk with my child, because I learned the first night not to sit still, because when I tried to, at a bus stop, just to sit and rest, a man walked to me and asked me whether or not I um, wanted to come and warm up his tent with my daughter. And I informed him that that would be a big negatory, got up, and I walked. I walked all night long, carrying my kid, while she slept, in the morning I got her prepared for school. She didn't want me to. Jay didn't want me to come back to her house, so I couldn't pick up my daughter any clothing or anything. The next day, the same thing. Um, this is day two. Day two of my daughter going to school with the same outfit on because this lady doesn't want to let me in to get my property. Um, and so that's just how it was um the girl's daughter the woman's daughter went to class and was in school um teasing my child telling my child telling people that that i was a, a poor broke mother and that's why um Her mother had to buy and pay for everything for us through the week that we were living with them. Meaning, this was not a fact. Okay? But this was coming out of this child's mouth, and she's telling it to everyone in school. So by the third day, I tried again to get into a shelter. IHS was telling me that they don't just bring people into the shelter. What you have to do is you have to be found homeless on the streets for three days in a row, and those three days you cannot have any type of shelter. You can't like be sleeping in a tent or staying at a friend's house, anything like that. They have to come and see you there, out in the elements with my seven-year-old child. Um, This struck me as odd. Yeah? Because I had never heard of it before. I never knew that you needed a verification to be homeless. And how do you verify being homeless? You know, I mean, what does that intake? Apparently, according to them, me sitting under a tree for three days with my daughter in the middle of the night with all these uh, pervs running around. That's what they wanted me to do. Anyhow, I called a news station and I reported that to this news channel and from there they went and got this place called uh, Alakea, uh, I forget the name of it, but it was supposed to be this new uh, homeless organization that was to help the homeless people and they were trying to establish their name. So they were sent to come and get me We spoke with the gentleman over the phone. Over the phone, he was very um, polite. Um, I would later find that it was because he assumed that I was a Caucasian woman over the phone. So I spoke with him, told him where we were. He told us to stay there in, in Booth Park and wait there, and he would come and get us. Uh, Miss J had finally let me come and get my things from her place, so I had all me and my daughter's things. She took my sewing machine. I don't give a damn. Just wanted to get away from her, yeah. So we wait there, and these people, while we're waiting there, it starts raining, so we go into the gym area in the front, And protect, have ourselves protected from the uh, overhang that's there. Now, this man who is supposed to be working for this shelter to help people that are becoming homeless or houseless, um, he drove around the park. I saw him. I tried to wave him down. He did not stop. Yeah. He drove around that block two times, yeah? The reason why he did it two times is because he was looking for a Caucasian woman. When he realized that I was African American, that man's whole demeanor changed. He was no longer this bright, bubbly dude who was eager to help, yeah? As of that point in time. He became irritated and upset. The conversation that we were having about how, how things had transpired and the things that he wanted to do to help um, dissipated. There was no more conversation about that. As a matter of fact, it went very quiet for the rest of the ride. And I asked him how come he didn't stop when I was waving him down. He didn't reply. Um, and Like I said, I knew why. Anyhow, we end up being taken to Catholics Charity uh, Shelter over on Kakaako now we're at the shelter we get in um, They give us our cubicle now each cubicle is like a four by four. It's it's a small square Um, It's only four feet tall. So well, maybe four feet six inches tall, so you could walk by and just look in the area and see into the person's cubicle. yeah? Uh, our beds were on the floor, they gave us a blow-up bed, uh, and that was placed on the floor on top of a tarp, yeah? Um, the area had, um, within a few days, a large amount of ants that would get into my food, so I had to learn how to uh, seal up my things so that nothing could be gotten into. Um, the amount of people, there were at least 10, 15 families in there, um, a lot of them with four or more children, most of them, uh, Micronesian descent, um, well, me and my daughter, we were, were not, we're not judgmental, so we didn't have any problem with it. Um, but they did have quite a problem with me. <laughs> Anywho, for the first week, things were a little, uh, you know, hectic because we had to adjust to, i had to adjust to getting up a little bit earlier to get my daughter to her school, which was in Paola. I had to transfer to two buses to get there. And I didn't mind doing it because my daughter loved her school, regardless of what, you know, that little girl was telling other people and how the kids were teasing her. And she actually, my daughter excelled still, even though we were having that hard time. Uh, I had to go to Paola for a um, teacher's meeting because she wanted to discuss with me um, why my daughter didn't have a computer and I told her the reason why is because we did just become recently houseless thanks to her father and that the $900 computer that he said he had bought for her he made sure to take and refused to give it to her but he did have people write up Documentation uh, paperwork stating that he bought her the $900 computer. He he made sure to do that. Um, so she didn't get to have her computer. So the lady was like, "Well, you know, Mariani isn't gonna you know excel far uh, without a computer." And I said, "Why would you say that? Her grades are excellent. You're, it's written down. She's got." everything she meets it and she's above it yeah so and we just became homeless why is this important and I forget what this lady said but it was so unbelievably rude that I had to tell her that she needed to back up and stop and not um, let's not go and start messing with my kid yeah Situations have arisen. I'll be fixing them. Don't start drama. Yeah. So, and I'll recall what she said to me. That 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 will add up to what's been going on in here and where it all began. <clears throat> and wow, this is pretty. It's pretty. Wow. Whoa. Okay things I remember all this began after I came out of my coma went home had sex with Robert he gave me herpes and then after that the teacher in school after I had to he got the lady to kick us out of the apartment the teacher in school started talking about my daughter's grades and her uh, her levels although everything was above and beyond what my daughter needed. Uh, hold on. So, it's like 9.30 and I'm out in front of the 7-Eleven. <laughs> I bought myself a hot dog. And, uh, wait. Spam musubi and a uh, big gulp and a strawberry cheesecake. I go sit up front and I don't want to walk and eat it so I sit up front and I'm eating it. I meet this lovely lady with this awesome shot. It's all mauvish white with kind of peptobism pink, but it looks pretty fucking cool because it's kinda like, you know, a Mexican fucking what do you call those things? I don't I forgot. Because you throw them over you anyway. So no, it's not a sombrero, but that's the hot. Pancho. That it is Pancho looks kind of like a poncho. It's really cool. So I compliment her on it, go inside to kiss her napkin because I made a mess of myself because I spent too much time playing with the chili cheese shit. Don't know why it's entertaining to me, but sometimes when it's all empty, it makes funny fart sounds and I find it hilarious. So I spent one too many minutes there. Got a little bit too much chili and a little bit too much cheese sauce. I come out, eat it, go in, clean my hands, come back out. I'm getting ready to eat my mochi, which is awesome. Even though they kind of fucking put too much rice flour on it. it's Still pretty fucking cool. So they're eating eating it and I hear this lady say the one in the poncho say to some guy. Hey, so what you just getting off of work? He responds with, now I'm going to see my girlfriend. And she responds with, well I don't understand that situation. And I fell out laughing. I thought that shit was hilarious. I still think it's hilarious. Her response was classic and fucking awesome. She gets that ding, 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 ding. For that shit. (laughs) Woo. I'm telling you, funny shit I hear, funny shit I hear.